0: Are you thinking about buying or selling a home or a real estate professional and wanna keep up with what's happening in Twin Cities real estate news, stats and trends? Then come hang out with us for a little while. Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall and welcome to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Today, we're gonna to be talking about how to price a home, some of the strategies and tools that we use to really help you hone in on getting the price of your home correctly, right out of the gate. Uh, today, I have Chad Preby with Bell Bank. We just went through this, this process, uh, and I know there was some doubts from, from family members uh, yeah. on, on the strategy, but it worked out perfectly.
1: Worked out right? really well. I yes. mean, I, I, in the, the doubt was just because they're not in the market. They right. don't do what we do, right? right. So it was more of an education piece for, for my family, and the ending result was amazing right right and, and
0: the big the big thing here the big takeaway is list price is not an accurate reflection of value big one. right and and so pricing a home there's a lot of pieces that go into it pricing is a p- one thing to think about, but also then where, where is it going to go from there? Right. And sometimes you price for it to sell right at list price. Sometimes you price for it to go above like we did with yours. And sometimes you price over knowing it's probably going to get negotiated. But there, there's there's strategies that you use and things to think about for each one of these to accomplish right. ultimately getting you the highest dollar. Right At the end of the day, it's the price per square foot you get that matters more than anything. Are you getting the best that you can get? Right. Right. We also have uh, Ben Greilanger joining us today, House Geeks Team Bricks Real Estate. We're going to jump in, though, first into some of the recent uh, news happening here in the Twin Cities real estate market. I have to shuffle some papers around here real quick. So first of all is the new listings coming into the marketplace is definitely... Picking up over, let's say, the last thirty-day period of time, which Good. is really helping things overall, helping the market. Right. This has been a stressful market, even for sellers, you know, because it's it, it's hard to go, you know, you have so much put in front of your pl- plate that it it's making you figure out, you know, what is that strategy that that is going to work best, right? right? So as things kind of calm down, it gives people time to think about things and make those the smart decisions. Right. So new listings up was at 1777 going up to 1808 that's in the 13 county metro and i expect that to stay pretty level over the course of the next maybe 15 to 30 days at okay. that 17 to 1800ish Mark, we'll see ultimately where that goes, but this is starting to close the gap on inventory. We'll talk about that real quick in a second. Uh, ben, you want to fill us in on what we're seeing with pending sales?
2: Yeah, pending sales um, have stayed mostly flat over the past uh, thirty days or so. Right now, they're you know for the past week it was fourteen oh six down from fourteen twenty three the week before. Um, so it's and it's definitely below uh, about eleven percent below last year's pending sales. Um, So that's definitely a nice factor building in with listings coming up, pending sales staying mostly flat. That's definitely adding some inventory into the market to And we saw that big drop
0: down a couple hundred a few weeks back. And again, with with pending sales kind of starting to to level off or or even maybe trend down a Mm -hmm. little bit, that that's closing that inventory gap. Um, So if we look back to what was happening with uh, inventory back in February. You know, We were seeing weekly averages of inventory of homes down 13%, down 12%. Now in comparison to last year, we're, we're picking up listings fast enough where we're now only down 5%. And I would not be surprised to see the um, gap completely close by middle of uh, June into July timeframe, where we start actually having a larger inventory,
1: which will be the first time in years yeah. Yeah. that we've oh, wow. experienced that. Yeah. That, that yeah. actually sounds really good, you guys. And and for you buyers that have been, ch- uh, you know, treading through this challenging market, kudos to you for hanging in there. Uh, opportunity is, is knocking as we speak. Yeah, with, with more inventory, yeah. you know, rising interest rates has been a big conversation, right? Yeah. But that being said, I think the feds, what their, their logic is here is definitely working as far as slowing down the, the market a little yeah. bit. So
0: Yeah, one of the things that I was kind of paying attention to as well is I think there, there's there's a few prongs happening, you know. One, we have home prices going up. A lot, right? right. We've seen mm-hmm. home prices moving up at 18%, 20% a year for a couple years running. Right. So this is bringing that home affordability index. I think last I look, it was a 105, right? And we haven't seen affordability at that rate for over 20 years. Yes. Right. And, and so you take that... Um, with the home prices and then you take the interest rates that, that that's happening as well. That goes into the home affordability also that calculation. Right. And I think that, you know, we're seeing a slower pace of buyers in general, even before rates started to really move, looking at where we were at with the pace back in November of last year, we were tracking behind the previous year. There was like six or eight weeks running, and really the only explainable thing was buyers were kind of just retreating from the market, even before the rates kicked in. So it was like the Mm -hmm. home prices were taking people out, and then the rates came in and took out even more.
1: Right, yeah, Yeah, good points. And I think the the big piece here is the consumer confidence, right? all of us consumers Mm -hmm. in general um there's there's some hesitation out there because if you want to sell can i find a new house yep right but Mm -hmm. then and then you say okay we're gonna wait a year and then you factor in what you just (laughs) said kirk and (laughs) and it's almost impossible for uh, a person to save that much money more with appreciation and and with rising rates um it, it's a it's a big conversation you have to be having with your team, your realtor and your loan officer, are talking about your budget and affordability because things change quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were on the fence just two months ago and decided to wait, you're starting to see that.
0: Yeah, well, and I, I think you know one of the big factors when we, we look at people right now, it's it's like, oh, is the market going to crash? And there was a. Uh, uh, article that came out in Fortune magazine mm-hmm. um, you know talking about just it's it, there's not a crash coming it's a deceleration in prices it's right going so from
2: red hot to hot yeah or yeah. maybe warm but it's <laughs> yeah. still
0: it's still going to be going up yeah. so if we go from an 18 back to a normal four that's gonna seem like a big change right but it's a normal four. You know, and even if it goes to two, it's still going up, you know, percentage of of appreciation per year.
2: Right. It was unsustainable what was happening the past two years. It was not healthy for the market. So we need to get to a healthy growth. And that that slowdown is going to
0: take place in in one time frame and – and, and so it'll look like it's a lot coming real fast. And I think you're going to hear a lot, is the market crashing? Is the market crashing? No, this is going to be a big seasonal adjustment. And I think right. we're going to see that in late June into the fall. And we're going to see inventory really start to move up. We're going to see home prices move back down, but not down negative on the 12-month rolling, just faster on the seasonal.
1: Yep. That's so great. for
0: buyers, this is the time to be good getting into the market. And for those that have been holding out, waiting to see more coming up, uh, if you're a seller, it's still gonna be a decent market. Yeah. Uh, it's really the key is going to be pricing. Wow, what a great segue mm-hmm. into our next segment. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to make sure that you're pricing appropriate into the market if you are a person that is going to be selling into a market that may be slowing down seasonally. So we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll get into some of those pricing tactics. We'll be right back. Our local sponsors are Bricks Real Estate, Network Title, Eric Bloomstrad and Chad Prebee with Bell Bank Mortgage, Structure Tech Home Inspections, James Tufson with Country Financial, along with Cregan's Construction and Grey Duck Staging and Design.
2: Hi, I'm Ruben with Structure Tech Home Inspections. Everyone knows you should have a home inspection before you buy a home, but we've heard of home buyers being encouraged to skip the home inspection in this crazy market to make their purchase offer more attractive. Now they're facing tens of thousands of dollars in unexpected repairs. I'm telling you now, don't skip the home inspection. Here at Structure Tech, we can get your home inspected quickly and we offer a full line of services. Visit us online at StructureTech.com to learn more.
1: Don't fall for the billboards or the clickbait. There is no such thing as today's rate. Mortgages and mortgage rates are individual to you. Chad Preby and Eric Bloomstrand with Bell Bank Mortgage are here to show you the formula to get your best rate. Once you know this formula, you can mortgage shop with confidence. Find us online at chadpreby.com. That is chadpreby.com and MLS 1462493 Equal Housing Lender, Member FDIC.
0: Hi, I'm Kirk Duckwall with Bricks Real Estate and the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Buying or selling a home is one of the biggest financial transactions people make. Before you make your next move, download our free smart home buyer or smart seller guides to give you the edge in our real estate market. From deal hunting to knowing the right repairs for maximizing value, these free guides have it all. Check them out and more at brickstwincities.com under publications. Welcome back to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. If you have any questions for us or are thinking about buying or selling a home, please feel free. You can always reach out 651-303-0019. Again, 651-303-0019. Make sure you check us out as well at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. Today, we're discussing how to price a home Let's see, Ben, on. Uh, let's see if you agree with this statement. List price is an accurate reflection of value. What I list it for is what it will sell for. It is
2: a, an opinion of value, but it is not a reflection of the actual value because there's the market value, there's the praise value, value,
0: there's the yeah. listing
2: value. I mean, there's a lot of
0: opinions about mm-hmm. value. Yeah. Right? List price is, is not an accurate reflection of ultimately the market value, where it is no. going to go, because homes sell for at, above, or below mm-hmm. list price, <laughs> yep. right? So how do you know where to price a property? Well, first off, what are the things we do not want to solely rely on? Tax value.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. right.
0: Yeah. A yeah. lot of counties undervalue properties on tax value. It's around 80% of what they think market value will be. That's right. not the case for every county, right? Yeah. But. Again, you might be you might be shorting yourself on there or if something's Correct. off on the tax yeah. value. How, how often do we see that?
2: Yeah, you got obviously the taxes are always a little bit behind. yep and then you know if somebody didn't report a permitted kitchen remodel or uh-huh. something like that mm-hmm. that has changed the value overall, but the tax value is not reflecting that because it was just never
0: reported to the to the county. Nope yep. good point. another one, the zestament, right? or AVMs in general, automated valuation models, right? These are computer algorithms looking at price per square foot, price per bedroom, price per square foot of lot, um, all of that factoring in for sales that are happening in your neighborhood. So what is is that not taking into consideration? Upgrades that you may have done, or things that aren't marked down on the most recent sale or tax value. Or if you are a property that maybe is on a busy road or you're a property that's lakeshore or you have a really good view or something Mm like, you know, things that a computer is not going to calculate for. And those are the big ad, the value adders. Yep.
1: Right. Value adds
0: or value detractors. Right. Right. So so you don't want to look at that and
2: make make a a judgment off Yeah. And sometimes even like the data is wrong on on those sites where if you go in and you're just curious, looking at a different property, and it's like, oh, they have it listed with one fewer bedroom or one fewer bathroom. It's like that can totally skew.
0: Yeah, know, and then when you throw data. in the
2: adjustments, yeah, and then it goes,
0: woo, yeah, yeah, Crazy. It goes, it goes, it goes eighty thousand above. <laughs> so wait, no, that bedroom's not worth eighty grand. Right, hold on.
1: How, how often yeah. do you trust the MLS with the um, the measurements?
2: That's that's a good. That's definitely something that I see is. You know, tough because I think it's up to the agent to measure, and you know there is a tax, you know, data based on what mm-hmm. they think the square footage is, but it's up to the agent and the buyer's agent to uh, verify measurements, and there definitely is some some variability that you know that can vary, you know, what the market, you know, what the value of a home is, and that can work to a
1: to your advantage though sometimes, right? If they, let's say, the listing agent. Well,
0: and ultimately, no, because if 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 you're off and you're high, and most people bring out the most agents bring out the room stretcher, yeah, right. versus the room higher. shrinker, right, right, right. So they take a house that's eighteen hundred square feet and they say it's two thousand square feet, right? Okay, you know when. And if somebody figures that out, you know, appraiser, the appraiser is gonna look at that, right? right. They're gonna check the tax. And, and we see that difference too, the tax ones and, and the MLS and and the appraisal as to the square footage. You really want to measure it and be accurate with that.
1: Right, you know? and I think mm-hmm. the importance behind that is making sure that you, the team that you're hiring to, to list your property is, is doing the measurements accurately. Mm-hmm. I know we've had some buyers in the past where you know, uh, the, the measurements were not accurate, and it worked out to the buyer's advantage because yes. they actually had more square footage than was listed. Oh, yep. yeah. So. Yeah, it definitely can come
2: in, you know, where it's, yeah, you would re- definitely want to double check what the measurements are. And, you, know, you know, if you're in, like, the 50, 70, 70 square feet difference, it's like, that's not that big of a deal. But if you're in the hundreds, oh, i I've like, seen one. Woo!
0: I've seen one that was 700 off oh, before, yeah. Man. Huge. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I was thinking about it more in the sense of a seller, right? Right. 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 You don't want to just go off of some really high number if that's not the case. R- but yeah, Correct. I mean, for the for the buyer, if if something's lower um, or uh, shorted bedrooms or things like that, yeah, <laughs> yep. yeah. right, absolutely. Um, okay, so we're not going to use the tax, the estimates, or AVMs, but they are data points. I do mm-hmm. look at
1: them. Oh yeah,
0: you know, but. I want to see how they line up with an actual market analysis. So what I really want to do is start with finding comps. But the very first thing is, what is a comp? Comparable sale of, of a property. Right. Well, more than likely, it's not the house next door to you. And more than likely, it's the, not the house across the street from you that just sold. Right? So what is taken into consideration? Yes, timeline is important. But style. If you have a rambler, you want to make sure you're pricing against a rambler. Or a story and a half, you're pricing against a story and a half. A two-level split, you're pricing against two-level splits, right? Right. You really don't want to try to change this. You also don't want to cross major roads or railroad Mm -hmm. tracks, highways, or school boundaries or cities to find your comparables. Yeah, location proximity is
2: one of the biggest factors. You want to be as close as possible Mm -hmm. to your house. And And then from there, really finding that as similar of a house as possible, square footage, style, like you said, Rambler, two-story. Yeah, just really
1: find, the, in. find
2: that clone, basically, yeah. as yeah. you yeah. can.
1: The appraisers, they, I mean, technically, you want to be within a half a mile if you can. You know, you can go out to Has a mile. Has that change? Okay, yeah, because yeah. I thought it was a mile. It is, yeah, but okay. ideally, yeah. especially yeah. in the market we're in today, I, a half a mile would be ideal if you can find what you guys are just mm-hmm. saying, right? So um, – but if they have to go out over a mile, you can get into some difficulties because you are maybe going into a whole different community. Yeah, for sure. So then, then age range,
0: mm-hmm. square footage, yeah. and condition. Right, so, so when you look at your neighbor's house, is it within a couple hundred square feet of yours? Because you go, oh, hey, my neighbor's, my neighbor's just sold over here, but I'm a lot bigger. Well, then he's not a comp. Yeah. right, Right, you want to find ones that are really as close as possible to your property. Now, Ben, you, you brought up a great point, which is find the clone. Mm-hmm. Of course, finding that absolute perfect clone, <laughs> it's impossible, mm-hmm. right? Unless it's like a townhome or yeah, a condo. Or a new development right? Or something, something like right. that. But you do try to get as close mm-hmm. at, as you can. Right. Now, a method that I've found works really well. So the average agent, um, they're at about, uh, and, and you can see this, you look at their their what is original list price compared to sale price? And across the Twin Cities, this moves up and down, but it's usually they're they're off between nine and fifteen percent. As far as uh, so so eighty five or sorry, an eighty five percent of the time they're correct within five percent. Okay, all right. Okay, that 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 eighty five moves. Sometimes up to 91 or somewhere in there, okay? okay? Within 5%. This method I have found is accurate 96% of the time within a 5% of sale price, yeah. right? Okay. And usually when you're pricing, you wanna price pretty close into yeah. that, right? Otherwise, you might be leaving too much money on the yeah. table, right? So, what I like to do is I like to find a property that conditionally or upgrades, whatever, whatever you wanna call it is an inferior property to the property I'm listing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I like to find one that's really close. Like, oh, this, this one's really close. You know, it also has the fireplace, it also has the updated kitchen. Right. And then I like to find one, I know sellers hate this, right? I like to find one that's better than their home. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but uh, my house is the best. No, yeah. you wanna you want find right. something that is conditionally, or size, or whatever, may make mm-hmm. it a superior house. Okay. and now you have your range, yeah, right? I like that. You now know I should sell, I know I should get more than this, right. and I'll probably get less than this, depending on making market adjustments. So what do I mean by that? Well, if my comparable sale of the better home was from nine months ago, mm-hmm. I need to adjust that value of that house to match up. And so what are some of the tools that I'm using for that? It's the market meter, which we talk about on the show, right? Like like where was the market then? Where has the market gone? Looking at appreciation rates specific to that neighborhood. Right. Um, And then factoring in like the timing of when we're gonna actually list it. Because again, list price is not an accurate reflection of value. We wanna make sure when we come on the market, that the price is appropriate for the activity levels today, today right? Not not word. back in March when things may have been at a, an average of 10 showings per listing yeah. um, out of the gate. You know, if we're at a six, I want to price for that. Correct. Because if I overprice, Ben, yeah. I think you gave it the yeah. kiss of death, right? Yeah,
2: it's like, ooh, that house going to sit on the market and then people are going to start wondering you know what's wrong with it if it's been on for 10 days 14 days you start losing real money at that yep. yeah point. and you, it's, you don't want chasing the market down and you definitely do not want to do that yeah. Yeah, i mean seasonality is so huge in the in the metro and in, in minnesota in general that you know yeah you want to be paying attention to the weather and holidays and season
0: so yeah you want to Chasing that
2: market is so dangerous. If
0: you price too high in a falling market, you're constantly trying to play catch up. Whereas if you would have priced correct out of the gate, you would have gotten a higher price. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Check us out, TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com.
3: Not every title company is the same. There are many people involved with each real estate transaction and all of them need to be in the loop or a closing may get delayed. This is why the people at Network Title strive to provide swift scheduling and communication between the buyers, sellers, agents, and lenders. We know moving can be stressful. However, your closing does not need to be. Check us out online at network-title.com.
2: My name is James Topson with Country Financial. Anyone can sell you insurance, however, is it going to be the insurance you need? When life pops up with its surprises, you want the right coverage. When it comes time to find or renew your policy, give me a call. I would love to review your existing policy and show you what I can do for you. You can email me at james.topson at countryfinancial.com or give me a call at 651-365-3408.
3: Hi, I'm Becca, owner of Grey Duck Staging. With today's home buyers beginning their journey exclusively online, the look and feel of your home matters more than ever. Whether it's a simple in-home consultation, a refresh using your current furniture, or a whole home staging, our goal is always the same, showing your home in the best light and helping you achieve the highest sales price possible. To learn more, visit us at greyduckstaging.com or check us out on Instagram at greyduckstaging.
0: Welcome back to the Twin Cities Real Estate Show. Before we wrap up, I want to highlight a listing. This one is from Jessica Brunzel, Bricks Real Estate. It is 6004 Emerson Avenue South in Minneapolis. This is in the Kenny neighborhood. It is a four-bed, two-bath, two-car garage, a good size home. Everything you need. Yes, everything you need. (laughs) It's uh, priced at four hundred and sixty. It has an updated kitchen, two fireplaces, and hardwood floors as well. Check that one out. You can go to brickstwincities.com. Again, that's listed by Jessica Brunzel. Um, you know, at the beginning of the show, Chad, I wanted to talk about a product with rates moving up and likely to move up more, at least based on the inflation numbers that I'm seeing, yep. that... Um, you know, interest rates and locking in is, is a concern for a lot of buyers. What can you tell me about this rate guard product? I know this is something that, that existed a while back or something similar.
1: Yeah. This this is a product that gives you an opportunity uh, if you are that rate-conscious buyer and uh, you want to get your rate locked in before you find a house. Yeah. Uh, it allows you to lock in an interest rate. What you want to know about this is the interest rate that you lock in is about 0.375% higher than the, the par rate. Mm. Right. When you lock,
0: so if you if it was a five percent interest rate, it'd be a 5.37, yep, five point three seven. Yep, thank you. you. Exactly. Yep.
1: The benefit here, though, is within twenty days of your closing, you can unlock and relock at whatever the market rate is that day.
0: Yes, yeah, so if rates didn't move. So
1: if rates didn't move, you can relock down to that that par rate with and, and lose that .375. Mm. So it's a good it's it's a good product. It's not for everybody, but um, it is an opportunity where you can lock your rate in before you find a house.
0: Yeah, and if you have uh, any questions on that, you know, please feel free to reach out again 651-303-0019. I can connect you with Chad or TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. Just submit a contact form. But yeah, I, I think you know, with where I think rates are going to, you know, probably approach the six range by end of summer. We'll see where that goes ultimately. I it's something to take that stress off a little uh-huh. bit, you know, that's it, that's it is.
1: Nice yeah, think. I've heard six percent as well. I've heard five and a half. Uh, we, have, we we got- should be betting
0: steak dinners on this. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. Where are we going? <laughs> you
1: now, if we all had the crystal ball, we wouldn't be sitting here, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, overall, I just wanted to say this real quick. Rates are still historically good. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean, we're, we know that rates long-term, rate, yeah. you know, fluctuate normally between 5 and 10%. If you look back to 1947, look at real uh, – uh, Looking forward to a show we're going to be doing all about home affordability uh, okay. in a couple of weeks, so that should be a really good one. I want to thank Ben Greilanger for coming in again, Bricks Real Estate, Chad Preby, Make sure you check us out at com or give a call six five one three zero three zero zero one nine. 651-303-0019. Have a good one. People always ask realtors, what is your commission? But what they should be asking is, what is your rate of return? Commissions only vary by a couple of percent from agent to agent. However, the price per square foot you get just based on their experience and the quality of marketing they use can vary by 10% or more. At Bricks Real Estate, our agents use the right marketing and have the experience to get you top dollar for your house. See what we can do for you at brickstwincities.com.
3: Not every title company is the same. There are many people involved with each real estate transaction and all of them need to be in the loop or a closing may get delayed. This is why the people at Network Title strive to provide swift scheduling and communication between the buyers, sellers, agents and lenders. We know moving can be stressful. However, your closing does not need to be. Check us out online at Network-Title.com.
0: Don't forget to check us out online anytime at TwinCitiesRealEstateShow.com. There you can find all of our past shows, our weekly market updates, along with the latest and greatest searching and researching tools, and our free publications to include the Smart Home Buyer Guide and the Smart Seller Guide, along with the Bricks Report, all of these free for you. If you have any real estate questions, Please feel free to give us a call, 651-303-0019. Again, 651-303-0019. Happy to help answer any of your real estate questions or assist with your real estate needs.